Welcome to The Mary Morgan Show, where I take you behind the scenes to all things brand, advertising, marketing, and sales, and how I've done business a little bit different without a sales team, without a website, without a big social media following, without ads, and without all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to have. I built my business from $100 to my name in 2018 to 80K, 100K, $130,000 cash collected months over and over again. And we're revolutionizing the industry. So if you want to join us, follow along and I'll see you on the flip side. As I sit here this morning, 10 a.m., I am playing on up-leveling my brand and up-leveling my social media. So I've been looking at my Instagram, my TikTok, all the different platforms that I'm on, my Facebook group, and how I want to reorganize, restructure things. I'm just so excited for all the things that are going to come in my world. And as I sit here and I think about these things and contemplate my journey of where my brand began to where it is today, I'm like, I need to record an episode on the journey to now, but more specifically for you guys to really step into how to create your first $100,000 year plus how to take it further to your next, you know, multiple six-figure year and then your first six-figure month, like all of these things, to be able to be a person who has hit consistent high cash months, new revenue, new sales, new things in my business, and just looking at the journey to now from going from 165 sales calls with every single person saying no to where I am today has been life-changing. So I want to invite you a little bit behind the scenes into today's experience and journey. And I actually made a post over the weekend and it reads this. There was a day two years ago that changed my life. I was at multiple six figures a year, tied to my desk, enrolling high ticket sales, but tired, burnt out, and frustrated. I dreamed about making consistent daily sales And at that time, I didn't care if it was a dollar or a million. I just wanted to enroll clients without calls, without a massive team, without any more meetings or just nonstop hustling. I craved the freedom. And as I sit here on the couch this evening with my love, payment notifications, with nonstop client love, I feel so full. This is a reminder that you get to create your reality you decide. And then there's a screenshot of a client who is joining one of our trainings that we had, our content creation hour, where it was like 60 pieces of content over the 60 minutes. We decided to make it a two-part experience after like two hours into this call. It was actually quite cool. I got them to pre-submit a questionnaire and I've never really done this before, but I actually think I'm probably going to do this more consistently for programs as well as for like free stuff. It just allows me to get a deeper understanding of where people are. This also helps with your content. It was just such a win-win. So many people were saying, I feel like I'm an educator. I feel like people are seeing me, but they're not taking action. Like there was a lot of this. So I was like, I need to create a training and like go deep into this. So that's what I did. So the first part of the call, which ended up being almost the whole call, we went into educational based content versus activating and being a leader where people want to buy from you. And it was really beautiful because we used a lot of actual examples. I brought a lot of people up like it was so good. So I'm like, okay, let's do a part two where I actually go through my content creation process and we can do this together. I didn't want to dilute my message just because of timing. And this is also permission for you to do 
the same. When I walk through my business model and what really started to change my life in this evolution, you're really going to see how this became this beautiful evolution of where we are today and this permission slip to build life on your terms. Like when I had a team and when I was doing all those things, I poured less into my clients because I was freaking exhausted. So it's like now there's less time where I'm quote unquote on, but now it looks like I'm so much more on. Plus when I'm walking my pup Joey and we're just out, like because I've got that space, I want to plug in. So I'm in my inbox and I'm voice messaging people and I'm, I'm doing the things. So this evolution has been huge in giving me the ability of space and time and all the things. So let's jump into this. For this episode, it's going to be juicy AF. I highly recommend getting like a notepad, a pen, or listening to this on a drive as you're just plugging in and feeling into all the things that I'm going to go through. And then I, I would definitely re-listen to this because I feel like this could honestly be its own like masterclass or program or something. And maybe it will be if you're loving this. I absolutely love when you share on social. So if you feel called, if you feel like more people need to hear this message or you just want to make my morning, <laughs> then shoot a little screenshot of you listening or a boomerang to how you're listening and share it on social at marymorgan.biz. My team is typically in my inbox, but like I said, you know, I'm in there as well. And often if something relates to me or the show, my team will just send it to me and I'll plug in and, and interact and chat with you guys, which I freaking love. So if you want to do that, go ahead and do that. The other thing that you can do is I would love to hear your biggest takeaways. So at the end of this episode, if there are huge, huge nuggets that are coming through, send them to me and it just really helps me curate a better experience for you guys as well. Okay, let's get into it because there's a lot I want to go through. This is what I would do if I were to build my business over again. And actually, it was my journey up until now as well. And I say often, I don't think it's hard to get to six figures. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just easy. Like, and I've had businesses in graphic design. When I started my business, it wasn't money making. It was how to like create a brand online. I didn't have a background of making money necessarily. So I didn't lead in with that. I've helped clients like Lorena, one of our parents and coaches who closed an 8K sale in her inbox and then messaged me saying, Mary, oh my gosh, I'm a real believer that this actually works. Like, this is crazy. So this is just to show you, like, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter if you're a coach or you're a service provider. I use this in my service industry as well. It all works. It all works. So come into this with an open mind, an open heart, ready to be poured into. Like I always say, if you come in with all the knowledge, you'll receive none. If you come in with no knowledge, you'll, you'll receive all the knowledge. So it's like, come in open, ready to receive, and I will pour into you. So the very first thing I would suggest as you start your business is optimizing your profile. So this is going to be, just as a heads up, a really tactical, like strategic, high-level overview. But what I want you to recognize is the person of who I was years ago when I was getting on 165 calls, getting no after no after no, like I needed those things to build me to who I am today. So if you're doing these things and you're like, hey, but I'm not seeing what I want to see yet, like recognize that that is okay. And that's actually building you to the person you need to become to actually receive the results you desire to receive. Just like when you go to the gym, I remember asking my personal trainer, when am I going to see abs? Like, and she's like, Mary, it is week one. Like, come on, give me, give me something to work with. And then I realized it's not about the abs. Like, 
that's what brought me into the gym. But what kept me going is the feeling I felt is the journey, is the experience, not just the destination. So when I say optimize your profile and you've been doing some of these things, again, take it all with a grain of salt, keep doing it, keep refining it because it's not in doing these things, but it's the refinement of these things that actually change the game. So that's why I said, whether you're at seven figures, eight figures, nine figures, or you're brand spanking new, this episode will be super, super helpful. So optimizing your profile. I look at a couple things. I look at my bio. I look at my social profile photo, pinned posts or pinned videos, depending on what platform you're on. And, you know, the biggest thing here is at the very beginning of my business, what I wish I would have done more of is created more content. And I was too hard on myself. I'll say that. Like if I look back now and I restarted it all, I would just create and go and go and go and leave space for refinement. One of the biggest lessons I learned being in like one of the highest tier mentorship programs with a really world-renowned leader in this industry was someone in our mastermind created this really amazing video and his footage was incredible and it just looked really good. And she she was like, how did you do it? We need a tutorial. And he said, yeah, coming your way. And the next day, boom, just like that, she had amazing footage. And we asked her, like, what did you do? Oh my gosh, we're waiting for so-and-so's tutorial. And she's like, wow, people are waiting. I went and I did the thing. So it's like, Action, action, action is what's actually going to lead to the results. So take action. And this is what I wish I did sooner is like, just post, just get your stuff out there. Just start with a bio, just start with a photo. But then the next tier, when we feel like things aren't working again, comes back to refinement. So one of the biggest things I realized in my profile is like, who do I want to speak to and who do I want to attract? So my bio, maybe like two-ish years ago said, want more clients, DM me clients. A lot of people do this. One of the biggest problems I saw was people started to message me clients. And I was like, okay, where to from here? So I had a DM flow where I was like, well, tell me like, what is your biggest issue right now with clients? And they would message me and it was just this whole back and forth thing. And I realized I don't want that. I want people coming to me who are like, okay, this is the program I want. Boom, sale. So I had to restructure the way that I optimized my profile because it definitely was not in alignment to the person who I wanted to speak to. So number one is like get crystal clear on who you want to speak to, who you want to serve, and really start to think about like when I think about my ideal client, I think about who they are, what they identify themselves as, and what's the identity that we co-create together? It's this shared experience, this shared mission, this shared expectation. It's this, like you're casting this vision for them. So one of the greatest examples I think of is like politics. Politicians look at who their ideal people are in the market and they cast this identity to the life that we get to co-create together. So really when I say optimize my profile, it's not just clean out my bio, clean out my images, put some really beautiful things together. It's like, this is stuff that I'm doing now after building like a super, super successful company with a dream team on staff with all the things like dream clients with all of that. It's like, I still come back to who's my dream client? 
How do they identify? How do like what's the identity we create together? What's the mission? What's the experience, the expectation that they have? So I would say this is actually the core that I come back to when I audit businesses that are at seven figures and businesses that are really new. Businesses that are really new, often we don't know these things. So the greatest recommendation I hold is like, just start creating content and you'll start to see these things unfold. If you're creating content, you're doing some really amazing stuff there. What you'll start to look at is what can I start to refine in my content? And that's when you'll come back to this. So number one, optimize your profile. In the very beginning, it's like create a profile. And then from there, it's What's the shared mission? Who do I want to speak to? What do I want to pull out? So that's where I took my bio from saying, DM me the word clients to Mary Morgan dash. And then I have my actual title. So if you're, let's say, a parenting coach, you would put parenting coach. So it's actually searchable. Then I have wealth activator, building luxury and iconic brands, attract affluent clients, daily sales without ads, tech launches. So I think that cleanly describes what I do. And the bigger piece to this is I used to have things like from three years ago, X number of dollars to my name. Now this is where I'm at. And I liked it, but I almost felt it made me smaller than who I actually am. So things to consider when you're optimizing your profile. Part two is consistent micro-specific content. Now this might be like a two or three part series as I'm looking at this list of like (laughs) almost a dozen steps. So I might actually make this a couple parts because there's so much that I want to say here. So with your content, we want it to be micro-specific. I see so many people who create posts that are like, here's how I built a business or here's how to parent your children. And it's like, it's a way too big. So I think about core content pillars. We go so deep into this stuff in the iconic brand. But what I would suggest is like, start with your really core big content pillars and then look at from there, what are the micro specific topics? So as an example, let's say you're in the fitness space. One of your core pillars is fitness and exercise. Then you break it down into like how many days a week you're working out, what kinds of workouts, high intensity, low intensity, etc. Then you pick one. So let's say you pick high intensity workouts. I often say we want to show people how to think about things, not necessarily always here's how to do. That's where a lot of people turn into educators, not leaders. You're educating people and you're educating your market where you're consistently putting out posts that are like, here's how to do a hit workout. Now that's all well and good if you want to be a go-to resource, but often most of my clients, they actually want to build a business. So for me, it's like, okay, let's actually refine this so we're speaking to, to people who will buy. So often we'll change the conversation to the myths people have around, you know, low intensity, high intensity workouts or why high intensity workouts won't actually burn fat or won't actually burn whatever it is. I know I might be completely butchering this stuff. I'm not in the fitness space. So (laughs) some of this may be like, it just doesn't make sense. So bear with me. But you see what I mean? It's like when we can show people and then someone watches that and they're going, ah, it's making them aware of what the problem is, what the solution is. And that's one of the other core pieces here. It's like, what's the level of awareness that your people actually have? So for instance, I have some clients who are in trauma and they work with people, like one of my clients, he helps people with hypnotherapy. So for him, it's like some people may not know that 
they have an issue, like they might see that their reoccurring patterns that they have in their life is because of the way that they're showing up, is because of their mindset. And they work with a mindset coach. But here you are going, that's not actually going to help you or affirmations aren't going to help you. What will is like, we need to do the deep work to see where this stems from and then go do and you know, your mindset, go do your other stuff from there. But let's start deep. It starts within. It starts when we go into the depth. So one example that I shared with him is like, you can totally do a post that's like so many people who go to their parents on the weekend. If you're watching this right now and you're like, I know there's going to be a big fight after this and your ride home with your spouse is going to be talking about what your mom said at the dinner table that she really shouldn't have said. It's like you're painting that picture of what's the experience that we have. Another one of our clients, she shared this on our content creation day. She said, you know, my people are high performers and they don't identify with words like anxiety, depression, frustration, et cetera, but they have that. And I was like, I hear you. I identified like when I was at 70, 80, whatever, $1,000 a month, I felt like, what am I doing this for? Like I sat there across from my fiance at dinner one night and I was like, why am I not happy where I have everything that I could have ever desired? So for her, I'm like, you need to paint stories and paint pictures because I don't identify with those words. But if you said, if you're sitting from a loved one and you just feel like there's more, like you have everything that you could have ever desired, you went after the awards, you got them, you went into the promotion, you got it, you went and you started a business, you did it, it's been successful, but you still feel unfulfilled, this video is for you. I'm like, boom, take my money, like that so identifies with me. So often when we create content, it's being super specific like this, but it's also painting pictures for our people to really identify with the ideal and dream client that we create, right? So think about micro, think about specific. Also think about the level of awareness that your people have. Do they even know that this is what they're feeling because of this? Or like when I was selling Iconic, this is a program all around branding. Now, often people don't feel that their brand is why they're not generating sales and they focus on the sales. They focus on the marketing. They think about how do I do another launch? How do I do another event? Like, when do I set that up? How do I get more calls? And I'm like, you're going to be on this hamster wheel over and over and over if you don't focus on building an actual brand. If we don't focus on, you know, podcasts, long form content, short form content, like this kind of stuff, then nothing else is going to matter because you're always chasing the next thing. So optimize your profile is number one. Number two, focus on your content. And again, consistent refinement. Number three is building an audience. So when I think about building an audience, one of my favorite ways that I've done this has been masterclasses, launching, um, lead magnet, anything of that nature. I actually built my business. My first 20K week was because of a launch that I did. I ran a five-day master course, had people come into it. It was completely free and then sold private coaching on the back end of that. And then I did that for almost two years straight. Then I started to build my team. Then I started to grow all the things. So building your audience, one of my favorite ways is masterclasses because it builds, nurtures, and sells. Like it does all the things all in one. But I also sprinkle in like PDFs, cheat sheets, and I'll post them in groups and then I'll have new people who join my email list and then I nurture them. So in the very beginning of your business, it's focusing on doing this a lot more so that you can really start to build. But again, 
these are the core foundational things that I still, again, do to this day to consistently grow in scale. So optimize your profile, focus on content, and then start building your audience. There is so much more. I think I'm going to do this as a three-part series because there's so much I can say and I don't want this to turn into like a three-hour episode. So I'm going to deepen this and then wrap this one up and then we'll come back for a part two and a part three. So optimizing profile content and audience building really actually go hand in hand. I'm going to share a little bit behind the scenes to what I would do with these core three under 100K and then over 100K a year. Under 100K, I would focus on building content and masterclasses and repeat. I would often say to my clients, just start with a simple offer. So I don't go into a whole massive suite of offers in the very beginning. Like often my first year and for a lot of my clients, it's like you might have a one-on-one coaching offer and maybe like a little program. What I had was just a one-on-one offer because I wanted to do the work with people and I wanted to really get my hands dirty, get my feet wet, and really just start doing this stuff. So that was one of the biggest pieces. So I would optimize my profile. I had it set up where I had a really strong bio, my photos, and then my content was really hyper-focused. If I'm under 100K, I would keep it even more niched, even more specific, even more clear. And then as I start to scale, that's going to evolve and change. So if you're a person listening to this, you're less than 100K a year, or less than 10K consistent months, here's what I would be doing every month. I'd be focusing on one masterclass a month minimum. I would also add in a weekly show, like a weekly live training that you do, or yeah, on Instagram and or like in a community. How I actually started was I did my launch, I had nothing else, and then I used that group to then run a weekly show. So I said, all videos are going away on Tuesday. They went away, and then I said, surprise, we're gonna start a weekly show. So it really helped to build momentum. So that can be a way that you can do this as well. If you have time, like in the very beginning of your business, there's not a lot going on, then you can also add on, like be live and give, 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 like there's no tomorrow. So in the beginning of my business, I went live on IG, I went live in my Facebook group weekly, and then I had my master classes once a month that were sometimes a day, sometimes multiple days, and then I had my content. So that was like the foundation that I built to get to 10K months. This is what I strongly suggest, and if you're someone who's doing this as a side hustle and you're like, well, Mary, I don't have time to do all this. Yes, you do, but you just need to prioritize. So how I would run this is like, let's say once a month you do a two-day masterclass that's an hour a day, and you do this like when kids are in bed, let's say. So that's two hours. Then your lives, let's say you just do weekly lives on Instagram while you're driving to work, or if you've got a commute, go live. (laughs) If you take a train and you don't want to go live on a train, it's like those are the moments I would write things down to prep for my live. So it's like use the stuff around you. If you do meal preps once a week while you're meal prepping, pop your phone on, go live. It's all possible. I see it. I have clients who are full-time nurses and they literally have an hour to two a week and they do this and they're working it and they've got time, they make it work, like that's the best bit. The other thing that I used to do is I would come up with an idea, so let's say I picked a topic for the week, then on my commute to work or during the week, I would be contemplating and thinking about this topic, so 
come the day that I'm actually going live, I have so much to go from because I've been thinking about this. It's so much harder to just think about something and then go live and now there's all this pressure. So hope that helps if you're under 100K. If you're over, I would start refining your profile and up-leveling your profile. So with the optimizing section, I would look at your bio and really think, does this speak to my dream client? Does this speak to the desire, the identity, the mission, the values, the culture that I desire to create? Does my content, do I have pinned posts? For my pinned posts, do I have one that's my results or a client results? Do I have one that's around the work that I do and how people can see this in action? Do I have one maybe about my journey or offers or the way that I work with clients? Like those pin posts should be a summary of like everything that I do in a nutshell. Do I have a link where people can actually buy things? So I start looking at these almost second layer tiers. And then with audience building, is my audience consistently building or am I capped? If you're someone who's over 100K, like you're doing this full time, as an example, I would also add in being a guest on podcasts. Like we just started doing this recently. I wish I did this sooner. And, you know, the craziest bit about this is like while we were growing our audience and scaling, when I started adding podcast growth on there, I had almost instant sales. Because I would get on someone's podcast, someone would reach out. They already know me, like me, and trust me because of the episode. It's not like, you know, having to, if I run a masterclass or lead magnet, like people need to build trust because they don't yet know who I am. But when I was on someone else's podcast, like if a friend recommends a shoe to you because they're like, these are the comfiest heels, like Sarah, you've got to get them. And then you're like, duh, of course, she recommended them. I'm going to buy them. So it really speeds up the audience piece. So those are the core pieces. The core three so far, there's almost like, I don't know, seven-ish more that I'm going to get into. So this is part one. If this feels good, if you're loving this, again, share on stories. And I would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway as well. Sending you so much love. And I'll see you soon.